Hey, Morris, how are you? I'm doing great, Jace. How you doing, I am buoyant, my friend. Buoyant. You're buoyant? Had... Why are you so buoyant? Because I've been laughing nonstop for the last hour in our conversation yeah. with DK and Yonk Renamere. I still they... have like I still have laugh tears in my eyes. Like I'm just oh, wiping them out from that. It was, it was so such fun. a wonderful conversation. They're such uh, great, great improvisers and and wonderful, happy people. And uh, I haven't seen them in the flesh for a couple of years. Um, so it was just so nice to be chatting with them and um and and our goal for this podcast was to make it feel like a late night conversation at a festival. And that's what that conversation just felt to me. Like there was gags, totally. there was tangents, there was some deep thoughts. There was some, <laughs> uh, some great comedy. Um, and yeah, it just uh, reminded me of all the, all the good things to, to look forward to when we can be together again, but yeah. it was nice to have that kind of on, on the, uh, on the record as well. So yeah, and I think everyone else will have a, a good time laughing along and listening to, to some thoughtful and uh, joyful conversation uh, yeah. with the Reinemer brothers, uh, Yonk and DK from Bellingham. Bellingham is uh, what e east of Seattle in Washington. It is a little more north, like northish. Yeah. North. We'll call uh, it cool. north, northy. Up uh, close to the Canadian border. Yeah, between the Canadian border and Seattle, you'll find Bellingham, uh, nice. and uh, it's sort of like just next to Victoria. If you think about where Victoria is, which nobody does, so not even worry about. It. <laughs> but it's it's uh, it's in my neck of the woods, the Pacific Northwest, and uh, and uh, they have the same energy of everyone from the Pacific Northwest, which is a relaxed and positive and just a joy to be around. Yeah, so please enjoy this episode of In Conversation with Dave Morris and Jason Geary. Like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, it's <fine. laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. About improv. Podcast. <laughs> Here we are with the Reinemer brothers. Hey, DK. Hey, Yonk. How's it going? Good, good. Yep. Really good. Going Thanks great. Me. Yeah, good. Good to see you. You both look good. Nice to nice to have some Bellingham on the podcast. Our first Bellingham guest, uh, right, Jace? Fresh. That is correct. That yeah. is wow. Correct. This is the inaugural inaugural yeah. Bellingham. Oh, man. Yeah, A lot of yeah. pressure. Appropriate. Yeah. Uh, Jason, have you inaugural. been to Bellingham, Jace? Have you ever been no, to Bellingham they, on your uh, way? Uh, I was uh, planning to go visit on the trip uh, after the one we canceled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. that. I was 17, uh, yeah. 17 years ago. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 1754, I think, was the year. 1754. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was on the cards, and then uh, COVID changed all that. So nothing came to fruition. But uh, one day, one of these days, I'll get uh. there. Yeah. So much potential. Yeah, we had you lined it. up to come down to Portland too. I think at another yeah, time, yeah. right, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jason was going to have the best trip. He was. <laughs> and then, and then COVID. Had the worst <laughs> year. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but of course, this is uh, why we're doing this podcast. So it couldn't have been. Yeah. It, it's not all bad. It's not all no. bad. Yeah, so we have uh, Yonk and DK here. You're both in Bellingham at the moment too, which is kind of cool. But uh, and Yonk, did you leave Bellingham ever? Or have you always been a Bellinghammer? Mm, I left Bellingham for a brief stint of four years uh, to go get a master of teaching degree back in 2007 to 2011. Cool. Well, but, uh, 12 was about right about there. But otherwise, you're like Bham for life. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then DK, you were gone. 
for a while too, right? Like you just I got left back. in 2013. Yeah. Lived in LA for five years. Lost my soul and everything. <laughs> uh, no, and then uh, lived in Portland for a year. But then I, yeah, I've been so I don't know. But Bellingham's always a home. I always come back up here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, and you both work out of the Upfront Theater, or did, or do. Upfront is closed, baby. Oh, Shut yeah. down. Should Didn't we make not, it? Should we not talk about it? Should we pretend it didn't happen just so we can skip oh. over that? Or, no, no, you no. Uh, yeah. No, no. There's a, there's a group of people that are trying yeah. to do a, a nonprofit. Y'all can speak more to that. But um, but but as far as the theater part, yeah, shut down. No, Let's sorry. move on. So depressing. Yeah. Is it a COVID? It's COVID related. COVID related. COVID related. Uh, it shut down and. Now there is a group of people who are trying to do turn it into a nonprofit, but we still can't perform uh, right live theater. So yeah. it's sort of just an entity of you know people doing meetings. <laughs> but nice. um, you know, like all like all improv, yeah, it's just just a yeah. bunch of us doing meetings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, yeah, that's, um, that's that's why we do improv, right? I don't do improv for the storytelling or the oh, no. I like Connection, the meetings about yeah. the shows, the, the business <laughs> meetings. <laughs> so right now you're in a meeting group. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. This is but, uh, yeah. The upfront will emerge someday. Um, it's just kind of when and how. And I know that, that um, I hope this is okay to say, but that they have attained a nonprofit status. So as soon as things open up, we can sort of get cool. back into nice. the swang nice. of things. Uh, I've already It'll tweeted cool. it out. Yeah, it wasn't okay. You, oh shit! Yeah, I guess being, we're in trouble now. You're being sued for breaking your NDA now. Uh-oh. Hey. <laughs> uh oh. Breaking upfront gets nonprofit status. Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it is. It is cool and it's exciting. We just have to be patient. Patient about it. Yeah. So. Have you guys been doing much improv online or anything like that? Uh, I've done a few shows. Yeah, I've done a couple of sketch things, some uh, so, some open mic stand up, uh, oh, and a wow. couple of uh, Zoom improv shows. Yeah, nothing. You know, open mics for stand up were already pretty amazing, but what makes them better is doing them in a Zoom situation, <laughs> where you is, don't you don't hear any yeah. laughs. You don't hear any laughs. Yeah, you actually get to see the comedian's apartment, and you're like, "This isn't as funny when you see it." <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's funny when they talk about it, but it's, man, all the, yeah, it's all real. <laughs> um. But not a ton. I did. Yonk, yeah. you've done some some uh, some Zoom. Well, uh, like jams. Mo- only I've done like one or two jams early on uh, with a couple of folks from the upfront, and um, those were kind of hit and miss for me personally. Um, and then I did a couple things with DK uh, for uh, was it Orlando Fringe Festival, and then another yes. festival that I did with you and. I think it's both of them so were well, limited, New York. Yeah, New New York festival or something like that. But yeah, you guys have been performing all around the world, all around. The Honestly, world. now that now that we like talk about, it, I'm like, yeah, I guess I did <laughs> Zoom <laughs> yeah. show in Orlando, Zoom show <laughs> Rochester, New York Fringe. Um, yeah, Yonk Yonk actually has been thrown into some of the, I don't know, maybe the the like most intense gauntlet of improv I think possible because I was supposed to do the, I had these fringe shows for the Rochester fringe. Uh, I, I was doing this, uh, 
DK's puppet space puppet show and um, I was supposed to go live but I did not have a show the, the show that I was editing because it was gonna be kind of a, a movie was not finished and I couldn't it wasn't like I could just throw up a half version because I had to like load it onto my computer and then upload it and do it through this whole thing so basically it's like half an hour before and I'm like I can't I can't do I don't have a show and I'm supposed to go live and my brother was there and I'm like well do you want to just improvise a little puppet show for an hour and uh he's like all right I haven't improvised in what five months at all yeah. and we're gonna do an hour just the two of us uh so yeah. so we did that and it went how was pretty, it like a hundred percent freaking it was great best yeah, show ever it. we're like <laughs> la laying on the ground holding up our little my little puppets uh yeah just just diving into it um, well, the, the puppets were, they weren't like hand puppets where you could move your hand and sort of, it was uh, a ping pong ball with a painted face and then glued on uh, yarn hair and then like a little <laughs> torso body. Oh, here we go. Oh, no, <laughs> trick. Yeah, for those at home that are listening, uh, <laughs> you can't see this, but uh, yeah, I, I made a bunch of these out of like egg cartons with ping pong ball heads, and um, nice. you know, I got about twelve or so of these, and uh, yeah, so we had to kind of like walk, you know, hey, how's it going? Walk in like that. Yeah. It was uh, not the optimal setup for any sort of show, <laughs> um, but, sure, I, but that's, I, that is like a nice like using zoom like okay we're gonna be in these video squares we can at least we can do a puppet show just as like exactly almost yeah. better than on a stage like this watching a pup improvised puppet show on a stage is always weird when you have like this tiny table and these people <laughs> yeah. hidden behind yeah. it and you can see yeah. their feet sticking out and like these puppets that you can hardly see the puppets because they're so small and like it's yeah, not yeah, but in yeah. zoom it actually might work better that's kind of cool it's a nice yeah. use of the use of the window the window that's what i kept telling myself <laughs> <laughs> This is what this is what we should be doing, right? Yeah. Best, best of the fest. Best of the fest. Yeah. Yeah. Best yeah, of yeah. It was a it was a fun time um, to to do that and try something a little bit different. I've never actually improvised with puppets aside. Well, maybe there was a brief stint like way back when the upfront opened in like two thousand, you know, four five or six somewhere in there that we were doing like kind of hand puppet stuff through the yeah. through the window on the stage. Uh, I I uh, think yeah. someone from Seattle had brought one up from the unexpected productions, and then we were all like, "Oh, we should do puppet stuff," and yeah. that lasted for just like a couple months. I think someone bought one, and then we we're all like, "Yeah, we'll use that," but that fell off fairly quickly. Yeah, that was was that Liz? Was it Liz? It was probably Liz. I, it was a Liz. Yeah, it was Liz. You know, Bam. nailed it. Classic. I've We've done our fair share of puppet prov down here as well. And it's yeah. one of those things where you get in rehearsal and people start having fun, but then on stage, but <laughs> like they just start talking and forget to move the mouth. <laughs> like, uh, just like, <laughs> just like <laughs> these puppets sure. just staring off into space, yeah. like <laughs> slack and you job. You can see the improvisers having a great time with the puppets yeah. just not moving. Like, yeah, just, it's like, your hands like, all sore. And like, <laughs> yeah, we did. That's we why did, uh, I think ping pong balls are a great idea, DK. It's you've got no thanks, little man. moving mouths or anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't got to worry about it. We yeah. did puppets for uh, for our '80s fantasy show that we did. So we mm -hmm. we had puppetry in it because '80s fantasy movies always had a puppet or two, of course. And uh, but I insisted because I'm I'm so pretentious. I insisted that the puppets <laughs> were also improvised. 
So I didn't want puppets. I wanted puppet parts. So we had like right. eyes and we had like fabrics oh, yeah. that you could drape over things. And so someone would grab some, like one person would be two eyes holding these two giant eyes in their hands. And oh, someone yeah. else would have to come in and like do the mouth nice. with the fabric wrapped around. Cause it, you know, cause I'm pretentious. So I wanted it to look pretentious <laughs> like that. And it worked and amazing. It actually worked so well because like yeah. you couldn't half-ass the puppet because you had to be the puppet and like right. two people had to be uh, working yeah. together and, and things to make it work so when it worked it was incredible and then a couple times it was okay but, <laughs> yeah but like you gotta it was, show the seams a little bit then yeah. people don't they don't believe it's, it's yeah and we did have improv. a couple puppets like they were already puppets but they were never the best part the best part was always when when two people would have to improvise something and create it because it's just amazing mm. so it's like well it's why we like improv Right, is watching people create stuff. Well, and especially ha like that seems like you're a very high wire act, right? Too. So the audience is even more impressed mm. when it goes even remotely well because they're like, "How did they get the arm?" And then they were the eyeball, and you know. So you really set yourself up there, you pretentious bastard. Yeah, and then, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it was actually pretty easy. It wasn't very hard. To do. You could probably do it right now. And now that I've explained Don't. it, you're like, I can yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> oh look! I'm, 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 it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. And then this is a mouth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's for those amazing. listening, it's amazing. I put a cup up to my eye. <laughs> I like how visual your comedy is. Everyone's loving it. Everyone at home is like, "This guy's an asshole." So, uh, but you this so, remind. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. Well, you I was going to say, no. Uh, no, I'll go after you. After, uh, after you. <laughs> so one of the the second sort of group that came out of the upfront what the original was originally the upfront players uh and then uh another group was called the changelings that yonk and uh, tim eisner ben eisner jen a, a bunch of people you you may know robin. or not know robin korsberg uh and i kind of moonlit in them because they were all my pals but one of the one of the forms that they did was uh, what, what they were called the changeling so that someone we'd get the audience to yell out like an object and we would uh, <laughs> we'd be like changeling form of whatever it was and then we'd all like meet in the middle and kind of like build it like a machine yeah, yeah. Um, nice. and that was and then we would use that as the sort of transition between scenes and you know this is early in oh, our improv years that. where we were like we just loved like oh the machine the moving parts and it was so organic and fun yeah but uh looking back i'm i'm sure i'm sure it was fairly wanky <laughs> 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 and i think most of them were like oh it's another sprinkler or another <laughs> blender <laughs> by the end you'd like you'd mastered them they were like yeah, yeah. changeling transform to water slide park no problem we know this one <laughs> gotcha. like, everyone's mad yeah. like knows yeah. their position yeah yeah so hey, what was it? Uh, that was cool. Idea. Let's talk about let's talk about Bellingham and the upfront in the early days because it it started in like two thousand. I'm guessing two thousand four. Two thousand four. Okay. Because yeah. I remember when it opened because we came down uh, instant theater yeah. from Vancouver came down on like one of the first like years yeah. it was opened and did like a workshop or something. I don't know. I was just there. Alistair was doing it all. I was just there. Um, but you were both there at the time, right? You, you were there when the theater started oh, yeah. and stayed through until it closed, which sorry to bring it up again. Uh, but yeah. what was it like? What was that? What was that like? And, and of course, for those who don't know that are listening, it was a theater that was sort of opened by Ryan Stiles or he 
funded it. I don't know. I don't know his actual affiliation with the theater, other than that he. Invented, yeah, but he was basically the yeah he he owned it. He bought. Yeah. He started it and opened the yeah. But essentially, he didn't really want to <clears throat> do too much with the day to day. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like one of those like, hey, if I build it, will you guys run it? Type of a thing. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, that was in right, 2004. Right into the ground, Mr. Stein. Right, right into the <laughs> ground. Well. Oh, an, an improv theater, the most lucrative of businesses. Yeah. Uh, but what was it like when it started up? What was that? Was that like the the beginning days to now? Any any? Uh, any it was the heyday because because there was no yeah. comedy in Bellingham, so all of a sudden there's like this place that people can bring a date or their family to and it's a nice room with cabaret style seating and you know classic rock ryan always had you know a classic he was like we got to have classic rock on when we go in uh that was his, his Every CD time, yeah. um but people so we would like sell out shows for you know for the first couple of years it was just sold out all the time yeah and that was a what a way to learn about improv because you know the audiences were hot they were hungry and they and they it would also gave us i think some bad habits because they would kind of laugh at almost anything right. as, and they're just impressed that you're up there yeah. doing this thing uh and so it was great we felt like rock stars you know they do like four to six shows a weekend you know thursday friday saturday two shows each night and just go to the bar and be like oh i saw it to I saw it at the theater and i i mean yeah small town heroes and then it all went down from there <laughs> once we got jade and we started doing long form improv you're like Ugh. <laughs> yeah, <I get> it. <laughs> how big yeah, is Bellingham? Really like uh, what's the population and stuff like that like 80 85 yeah. 90, yeah. 000 maybe so somewhere in that zone yep it's got, the university is a has a lot i think twenty thousand students mm -hmm. so, yeah. so that that okay. does is a huge fluctuation right. and it, but it so brings a lot of young town. people and yeah, yeah for sure yeah, that's cool. Outdoorsy uh, folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like you started out with the rock star thing, which I, I think I agree. I think that gives some bad habits because uh, you learn totally. like all you learn is like and how to make an audience, an audience laugh. I can make these guys laugh. This is great. I'm just going to keep doing that. And then your technique starts to slide. Uh, but then you started getting artistic with it. And that was the downfall. I think that was it. <laughs> no, no. That's, you know, no. I, I feel like there's a common thing with improvisers where because we both yonk and i both taught but that you know you you fall in love with it and you, it's so playful and fun and then you do short form or well some people start with short form but or they see whose line and then you get introduced to long form and it's like oh this is way this is a little bit harder and i have to worry about a, a three minute four minute scene as a, you know or a 45 minute scene as opposed to just the two minute get in there hit them and then get out you know yeah. you, you got to think about stakes and like an arc what is an arc Characters, narrative yeah yeah, yeah. I have to bring this guy back. Ooh, I probably shouldn't have <laughs> said he had one was arm and was drunk. <laughs> yeah, right. What was his name? Yeah, so, uh, I was thinking that. one of the things that I remember just about being that that heyday piece for me was like, along with that rock stardom, uh, there was a really strong connection that was built with the community because we were all sort of in it together. And yeah, um, I feel like that's been one of the threads for me that has carried through with improv despite the quality of the shows and you know that we were doing but like there was this really strong interpersonal connection and like sense of community with the people that were like you know performing and just trying stuff trying new things all the time and 
And yeah. so, you know, having a place to do that, I think really built a strong sense of community for me and the people around, you know? Yeah, definitely. Sure. That's what I think of as some earlier it, heyday like, stuff. Cause like Ryan didn't like come down and like teach or you guys had to do improv or anything. Like he would just like show up and perform sometimes with you, but like, so you were just kind of on your own yeah. figuring it out, which is, which is kind of cool. For the most part. Yeah. It was kind of like, here's the keys to this amazing space. Figure it out yourself, you know? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, we had, we had to teach cause we were taking classes from a woman, Sheila Goldsmith. You re you probably remember her. I remember um, she, had and blonde, she, she had blonde hair. Oh, yep. Yep. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> Classic. That's all I remember. About it. That's all I remember. I can't even Blonde. remember what it looks like. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, she's <laughs> Blonde hair. It's like 20 years ago. Right. Like Give me a break. I need an image. Is it long? Is it bobbed? Come on, guys. I just. Bob. I got, it was Bob. Okay. It's amazing it's Bob, that I knew her hair color. Bob Come on. <laughs> what, yeah, one and five, one shoulder and four length. chance? Shoulder length hair. Shoulder length. It wasn't long. Yeah. Was shoulder. No, no. Shoulder. Just right around in this area. <laughs> this, the general right, between really... the ear and the, the, yeah. the top of the bosom. That really yeah. helps me, guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So imagine this, Jason. Just close your eyes. Blonde hair. <laughs> She's got you can picture that. Uh, right? Jason, uh, yeah, you can. <laughs> you know what blonde is, right? Uh, yeah. So we were doing classes with her, um, but it's never really perf performing. So it was a lot of sort of what she called g galas. Uh, we did a lot of galas. Um, Wait, gala? What's gala? What's gala? Gala? G gala? Oh, a gala, a like a like a gala like a benefit like or something. Events, events like you call it a gala. Yeah, I think yeah, everybody gala. calls it a gala. <laughs> That it was a gala. I don't know. It's definitely yeah. not a gala. That's what they call it in Ireland, BK. Gala. Maybe in Ireland, yeah. Gala. Well, I am Irish, partially. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so so we it was a lot of like Ryan from the beginning was was always telling us and Sheila like put him up, like get him up. So we would for the whole first nine months of of the upfront, we there wasn't we weren't doing a lot of like full shows. We were doing kind of like 15 minute openings where we play some short form and, right. and whatnot. And then and so most of the groups were like Instant Theater or Portland or um, Unexpected Productions or other. I think uh, Vancouver Theater Sports came down a, a couple of times and we had all the, the, the outside groups would always do a workshop. So we got a ton of sort of exposure to all these different pacific northwest uh improv styles and it was incredible uh, and i think like yonk said you know that that connection and that core of us who who fell in love with it so hard just like just nerded out about it to to great lengths you know we'd all be just staying up late talking about it and workshopping it on our own in living rooms or whatever it's like oh dave Mo dave morris taught us this cool storytelling thing so we just, I did. We just, I totally yeah. did. Yeah. And so it we kind of so just, it was like a science experiment, you know, we just would take yeah. something and, and just play with it and then throw it up on stage. But, um, but you know, after the first year, it became basically 90% us performing. And it was much more rare to bring other groups in, which, you know, was great. So, yeah. So would you say the downfall was when? <laughs> I keep what was the downfall? No, I'm just joking. COVID. Right, like, COVID was the right back to Dave Morris. Yeah. <laughs> but you did that thing. You did that thing that I think this is the thing I think a lot of improvisers go through is where they fall in love with short form because they learn about it and this is so fun. And then they find long form and they go, mm, this is all I want to do now. Yeah. 
is this sure. long form stuff. And the audience is like, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Looks like you're having the fun up is, there. It really does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the audience is like, but we like the short form. And then you're like, no, no, we're going to do this long form. And then there's this sort of tug of war years training your audience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so a lot of companies end up with that short form show that they do. And then in the evening afterwards, they get to do the fun yeah. stuff. Uh, so I imagine that that happened a little, but, uh, but, and were they still doing short form at the end up front? Was it Yonk? Were you still um, short form it up or was it all long form by the end? We kind of went through like monthly, uh, uh, monthly show shows and uh, or seasonal almost like two or three months. Um, so we did sprinkle in certainly some short form stuff there, but um, we ended, we kind of the last, I think, you know, four or five years, six years or so, we're doing a lot of like long form formatted types, genre stuff. Like genre stuff. Huh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so like uh, Hel Hellingham was one of our famous <laughs> most famous local locally famous ones which is like a murder mystery show and there was like a space trek style show improvised long form and, yeah, um, yeah so we did a lot a lot of that kind of stuff but then certainly there was like every year we do like hey this is called lol palooza and yeah that was just like get some games or long form right intense short. long <laughs> it's a really serious show yeah. Long. Yeah. Long. <laughs> it's a mono series yeah so um yeah so there was a, there was a lot of both there um but there was always the the flagship show for me or for was the thursday thursday show oh, yeah. which was the good the bad and the ugly and that was the first like thing that Ryan was like, let's add a Thursday show. And I hosted it. And it was kind of the, the first show that uh, we were going to try where we kind of, it always started with a sketch to the good, the bad and the ugly whistling, uh, or, you know, that, that, um, that song, famous song. We're like, we're going to start every year, every time with this that lasted what, I don't know, a couple of months. And then we, we're out of ideas. We're out of ideas. We've done them all. We've done all. But that show check, check, was check, always check. super fun because we would just whoever showed up would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dave, you just oh, went the, out of focus. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Whoever so showed up I'll would cut just... this out. I'll cut this part out. I'll cut this part out. <laughs> that is, that is so very funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Go to camera two. Cut to camera two. <laughs> Dave's out of focus. It might happen. Hey. There we go. Okay, back. It's the eyebrow back. cam. Yeah, yeah eyebrow that's the brow cam. Yeah. Oh man, I'm amazing. Eyebrow eyebrow singular. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, okay. Uh anyway, you're saying continue. <laughs> I'm going to cut all that. I out. don't know. Just that we had, you know, I think they did turn a lot of the Friday Saturday main stage shows into more narrative long form stuff which sells better unfortunately i mean i think unfortunately but uh, because i think that i don't know audiences like eat that stuff up it's like oh you're doing a christmas thing or whatever something you know just grab a thing and shove a show in there um heroes pirates yeah it's an action yeah action movie um not to i love doing those i just um anyway so but but always having thursday that was like a show that would always sell out and that we it was just a ton of fun and we get to do uh, more of like a montage herald, which I think scratches that short form itch a little bit, uh, and, and as well as as long form. So. Cool. 
So you guys, something that we talk about a lot on the the podcast is the like willingness to experiment and stuff like that. And you have all been both been talking about how great it was those times when you can. And that's not something that you lose as inquisitive improvisers across the journey. How do you guys like in the early days and now? Uh, is there a difference to the way you experiment with things? Can you go through that process for us a little bit? Yeah. Oh man. Do it. Go, yeah. <laughs> experimentation. <laughs> Experiment. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I know, uh, COVID times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to, to think about this because, like, that kind of experience isn't super prevalent in my mind because it's been at least nine months mm. or so since, since I've had, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to experiment with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but um, I think for me, uh, the last sort of experimental thing I did was a show called the improv comedy mashup show. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> so like I had this idea where I wanted to be having an inclusive space. Um, and so I was thinking like, it'd be super fun to get like a local poet or musician to come in, you know, like read a poem and then we would improvise based off that yeah after off the their poem but so it was like kind of like two art forms on top of each other um and so that was kind of the most recent like experimental format thing and that i had done and man it like can like you said kind of continuously is mind-blowing how much fun those can be mm -hmm. and how much the audience is in support of you know failing and, and having fun of them right and yeah. so if you can be authentic and you know give it your best shot and try uh then you know the audiences tend to tend to be really forgiving in, in yeah. a lot of ways so i, I did a, a similar show here a few years ago now <clears throat> uh, called uh word slash play word play and I invited local authors to come in and awesome, just read yeah. passages like oh, they cool, would yeah. of their own work, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so there were wildly different styles um, and stuff like that. And we just kind of treated it like an Armando or something like that. Like we just listened to the work, tried to put, you know, pull the themes out from underneath or so the only rule was you can't, you can't play back what we've just heard. Like we're not, we're trying to, you know, uh, spring off it in some direction, make some sort of connection um, through listening to the words um, rather than just play it back. And yeah, that was heaps of fun. Um, just having that, someone who's already made some artistic choices mm -hmm. inspire mm -hmm. the work is uh, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. really wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. I hate we poetry did. though. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That's that's something that that I knew about you. Yeah, I was like, I don't, don't bring up poetry. Dave hates it. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I love it. I've seen yeah. you and Missy do a poetry show. Dave's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty beautiful. I was gonna say we had a um, a local painter paint like through yeah. on stage. We put an easel up and yep. they uh, painted during the show and. It, it was really cool because they would be paint, paint something, uh, one painting the whole show. And throughout, they would ask the audience sort of like, what, what is this painting? Where are you at with it? Give me some, some inspiration. And so whatever the audience would say about the painting, the improvisers would then use that as their inspiration. Nice. And so they got, the audience got to experience 
you know, this painting happening, being made in the process. And it was on, I think, a piece of plywood or something, right? Like a big piece of plywood, not full, full size, but pretty good size. And then also, so watching that happen and the improvisers be inspired by that, which was inspired by the audience suggestions about the painting. I don't know, it was just like, just really cool sort of inspirational yeah whirlwind, yeah it's, it's like offering offering the the leap that we've taken our improvisers head out to the audience to to yeah, be a part of yeah. the process that's really nice a lot of their scenes were about <clears throat> like fruit baskets of fruit <laughs> <laughs> every single <clears throat> uh i i think i think you know that, that's i love that the r d and we actually even had a show early on in the upfront days it was called because we were so hungry to learn we wanted to like break improv we wanted to learn everything about it break it figure it out and we yeah we came up we had so many like well what's an idea oh, it was synergy we'll do this scene or, you know or whatever and uh one of them was improv evolution and and it was like tasked to to the different groups I think there was probably five or six different groups and and it was improv evolution there'd be three slots and each team would get 20 minutes or whatever and uh, and and I think for me, I remember I was in a group. I just love the fearlessness and and courageousness of of like young improvisers that are willing to just throw themselves into that. And I think that's something that I've always wanted to carry on. And this was a group that we did. We did a show called It's Bardy Time, uh, like a bard. It's Bardy Time, and so we all dressed. Bardy. It's Bardy Time. No, we had. <laughs> Oh, oh, it did not kill, but I laughed. <laughs> oh, four so weeks ago in the olden time. Yeah. Really, we just we did we all dressed like full bards because we had a guy, a local uh, costume guy. I had like I had I have these medieval costumes, so we dressed like it and did improv. And then we would someone would would sort of transition with it's bardy time, and then we'd all like break into song <laughs> about what was ever happening. It was total That's... chaos, but uh, honestly, it was. It was one of the worst and best sort yeah. of yeah, shows. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> well, that's one of those things, I think, with, with experimenting with stuff. The yeah. more you experiment, the more you can, like, you can recognize earlier whether it's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, Not right. that you'll you'll get it every, like, you'll still get there sometimes and you're on stage, you're like, no, this wasn't. This... But the, the more you Five do it, the sooner in. you yeah. learn how what's actually going to work and what is actually just really funny to say. Like, it's really funny to say Barty. Yes. That's it very is. funny. And you're, yes, this... this is hilarious. This is it. And then one person just had to be like, Actually, it's funny to say, but it won't make a good hour long. We can charge. We could charge tickets for this. Can I share a uh, a personal story with you? Uh, when I when I was in high school, I was in uh, year nine, so middle school, and uh, I was uh, in a woodworking class, and uh, the teacher was a seventy year old white guy, and that's pretty much a perfect description of him: old Aussie white guy. Wait, blonde hair. Blonde, <laughs> yeah, blonde, blonde Bob. <laughs> Nailed it! I got him. He was bald like me, and uh, uh, very white hair, like months away from his retirement, just pushing through teaching high school kids how to make yes. pencil cases and clocks. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. And yeah. uh, and yeah. I was in his class uh, one time. So I might have been a bit younger than that. And uh, and uh, the the tagline of the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger film commando is, is let's party and he's got a big fat knife on the front of the oh, of the, the poster right 
And so uh, it, I, it was time to I get a putty knife out and uh, I, was, I was putting putty wood filler into the thing. And I was walking around the room just saying, let's party. <laughs> let's party. Over an and a- over <laughs> and over again. Like, Dude, that's an hour me. long improv show. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. I reckon I did it for about 45 minutes. The teacher told me to shut up about 10 times. And I'd just be like, let's party. Let's, let's party. <laughs> Until he snapped and threw a hammer at my head. <laughs> like, Holy shit. He threw a mallet at my head. <laughs> and I, I blocked Whoa. it just in time. He hit me in the arm. Then I snapped and threw a hammer back at him. And we both got kicked out of school. There we go. That's Whoa. Whoa. You and the teacher got kicked out of school? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you got- cuts to you walk you both walking out the front doors. Did you guys finish it in the parking lot or what? Yeah, he, he, come, he steps up to you and he's like, Listen, kid, you're gonna now it's just me and you. And then you looked I at him and we, you went, I think it's we putty to- and then stabbed yeah. him with a putty knife. I think he just got encouraged to retire. Like I think that was it. Like he was I was like, John, it's uh, yeah. it's time. It's t- <laughs> if you snap over someone making a dumb putty knife joke, that's I mean Yeah. And then the I principal, rec- the principal called you and is like, "What happened?" And you were like, "Okay, let me explain in a metaphor, right? I'm just an ex-commando, and my daughter's been kidnapped. He kidnapped yeah. my daughter, and then I had to go yeah. get her back. And, and whatever also- else happens in Commando, I hardly remember that movie. He eats green berets for breakfast. That's all yeah. I do remember. That was one of the lines. Like, I eat green berets for breakfast. And then also and I, my uh, didn't he kill someone on a plane? It's like, don't don't wake him up. He's dead tired. Yeah. yeah. That- and what was was stick? Was wait, I want to say stick around was from Commando, but that might have stick been Predator. No, that's no. That's I think Predator. stick around, stick around is um is a Running Man when he throws him against ah, the yep. spikes, and he's like stick around. Well, uh, although he probably to, said stick they around. They might have used it in Predator too, because I'm picturing him like throwing a knife into some guy's shoulder yeah. against a wall, and yeah. he goes stick around, and then moves on. That's. I mean, it's he must have. Re- he probably recycled it. It's like stick around, I'll be back. Hasta la vista, baby. He puts a sticky note. <laughs> puts a sticky note on someone. Stick around. Yeah. That was in junior, I think. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stick around. Stick around. Cool. There was that improv game that was like the Schwarzenegger lines, right? Where yeah. you would just get an object, and yeah. you'd find fun ways to kill. Yeah. Yeah, and then say I think cool Schwarzenegger lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. I brought that up to someone at the theater. Well, uh, I think, oh, Stacy uh, uh, Halal, who runs Curious Comedy, because I worked there yep. for a year. And I was pitching games in the back before. And I was like, oh, like just short form games. Like, oh, what about that uh, Schwarzenegger line? She's like, we are never playing Schwarzenegger <laughs> lines here. <laughs> Whoa, why not? I mean, t- no, I don't know. I think I think it was kind of a joke, but uh, oh. it was all like, yeah, yeah. She's gonna be like, of all the places for curious comedy to draw the line, that's not where I thought it. <laughs> <laughs> the show, the show that I do, um, the show that I do every once in a while. In fact, the one I did last night, I was lucky enough to perform in front of real people last night, the first time. Congratulations! Uh, the format. Oh called. yeah, we're all living yeah. through you. Tell us yeah. more. Yeah, Please. tell us more. Uh, mm-hmm. It was it was pretty great. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, no, tell me more. It's like watching. Things. You look watching younger. Somebody, uh, it's like watching somebody smoke. You're like, yeah, I want to watch you smoke. Yeah, yeah. What is this? What so, did you make I... offers? Did you block? Uh, did you? Uh, yeah. I made I made subtle physical offers that brought Ooh. the house down, guys. Come on, get come out. On. Yeah. Nice. Wow. <laughs> there was, uh. 
they they it's a kind of mix it's a it's a great format it's two halves but it, it's like a like a bit of short form a bit of long form like a super scene in the second half that sort of stuff so it's a nice mix but they open the second half uniformly every week with with one-liner games um so uh yeah. so arnie is something that that we play you know I, I get to play you know once every three or four months but they also do like dad jokes like you open a yep. present and make a dad joke or they do 185 blanks walk into a bar you do those so just fun standard deliver line stuff uh as well but yeah i mean i love a, those there's a time and a place for it <laughs> and, they're, and they're great warm-up uh, games yeah, yeah. And, and the 185 walking to a bar, we call that 99 walking to a bar usually 99 blanks yeah yeah, we, yeah one, i think it's like 185 at curious to, I, yeah. yeah what is with the different numbers like let's I all don't know. 185 let's is that very i don't know i don't know where <clears> that started but it's not what we use we use 99 it just makes more sense right <laughs> Of course, because right? because ninety nine make more well, sense than one eighty five. Well, look, there's ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall. You That's know, what yeah, ninety nine right before a hundred. It's like a big. It's like an important ninety nine problems. It's a why do you even number. need a number? Why it's don't you just say a a blank like, walks in? It's yeah. the it's the it's you know like the seventh of a chord. You know, it's like the perfect. Um, it leads you right into that hundred. It's knocking on hundreds door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> knock, knock, knocking on hundreds door. That was a, uh, was that uh, Aerosmith? No. That was, um, I don't know, Schwarzenegger. Bob Dylan originally. <laughs> Bob, that's right, Bob. Thanks, Jan. <clears throat> Man, oh, clutch. I have to plug in my computer real quick. Sweet. All right. Uh, well, I'm um, I'm glad you perform. Oh, are we wrapping up? Wait, no, no. We'll just take up. this oh, moment no. to we'll just take this moment to thank our sponsor. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. We don't have a sponsor. Come on. Jesus. Our sponsor is Jesus. Thank Jesus. you. Wait, are you Jesus are you two uh, are you two doing a festival like an online thing? <sighs> Thanks for bringing it up. No. Yeah. Wow. Nah. Nah. Oh, you're not. Oh, no. Yonk just said. What? Yonk said something like, "Oh, they're doing a festival." And I was like, I didn't I just see saw a Facebook post. Oh, that was a memory, actually, the post. So, yeah. So Jason, <laughs> oh, Jason, a memory came uh... up from a year ago where Jason on Facebook. This is this is how long this pandemic's been going on. It was a memory from a year ago where Jason was announcing to people yeah. that he was going to be coming, coming to my festival. Yeah. <laughs> That's so right, it, was, that's right. it was Jason's like it announcement. Felt for the oldest trick in the book. Memory. <laughs> and I saw it. And so I commented saying this is a really sad and happy memory. Oh, and so yeah. then it showed up in a bunch of people's feeds. And so I guess people are now like young, completely confused as to what's yeah. going on. So join You got so rock. many. Who all sent you submissions? They're like, hey, here, here's my experience. <laughs> I got so many CVs. Want to hear some of these CVs? I got? Yeah. Show us the headshots. Yeah. Uh, well, I had my my birthdays in March, and I had my birthday right as the lockdown happened. And it is right. kind of yeah, it's very weird to be like, yeah, I have we. It's I've been in a lockdown almost. It's almost it's almost a full year and. Uh, it's wild to think I haven't gone this long without like doing a live show or doing theater uh, since 2000, really. Well, or, or yeah, 2002. So that's that's crazy. That's like a, it's it's huge to think about. 
Yeah, it was it was weird. Like it was strange. And we're on uh, reduced capacity here and masks in the theater, apart from the performers, uh, etc. Uh, but yeah, it was nice to have things back in the room. But also, we've been we had a very strict like three month lockdown here that brought our numbers right down. So we've had no community. Sounds nice. Must yeah, be yeah. nice. Uh, man, I hope you guys can get there. Now you got someone with some sense in charge. Hopefully, <laughs> it can happen yeah. then too eventually it'll happen eventually yeah. get back up there and it, it'll come back right jason said it came back like no problem oh my gosh okay. i couldn't believe there. it it's yeah the virus yeah. oh riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's muted uh yeah we're all gonna get herd immunity and it'll you know we'll just be <clears throat> proven through the through the classic virus. classic america we're gonna do this the hard way <laughs> how how many people how many people were in the audience uh it was a 40 uh there were 40 people there in a 100 seat room so nice. it was a limited still capacity a good... but it was it was fine like it was a really good vibe uh and you know it's a, a long kind of narrow room so uh yeah it's it's always good to have that one at least kind of half full was that because they were seated apart i'm guessing yeah there were two people in, yeah. a, in a row essentially so um and there was uh, center aisle and 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 kind of people sitting either side of the room so i like how, dude, I like how we're at a point where we're like but yeah you were like, oh man, a third house. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love performing for mostly an empty room, but it's still worth <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how much we miss it. Yeah. I'm like so yeah. jealous. Well, honestly, when I went down, I moved to LA in 2013 to go, you know, pursue my dream of, to of make doing, it. Yeah. you know, to, to make, make it. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was quite a, a an awakening because I had just left doing shows, five shows a weekend to, you know, 100 a packed house that are right, you know right. just love your schwarzenegger <laughs> lines you know <laughs> uh to doing like one or two shows a week or month to uh maybe five to ten people in a small black box theater and the other people are other performers that are going up in the in the set and then they yeah. either leave they leave <laughs> after their set so yeah. or or they brought they'll stick around for a little while but it was quite an awakening to be like oh this is not this is not the dream that i thought uh and no. and honestly it made me a better it definitely made me a better improviser for sure very quickly i realized like i need to work on my craft <laughs> a lot if i'm gonna I keep this to up like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I witnessed one of those shows, man. It was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like I, you a know, true brother. Yeah, that was, was a really yeah, fun. It was really fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, it's really yeah. demoralizing, right? You think about it. What? What? what but? But it, going back to that R and D and that you know learning the craft yeah. and finding well, like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? It's like I love it. I love performing. And I think if you lose that, it gets really easy to, to get down on yourself. But I, you know, I'll do a show for five people, two people, one person. If it's a fun show, it's like, I'll do it anyway, you know? So I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I think one of the, uh, I did a show that was like an offshoot festival of a solo theater festival. So there was a solo theater festival and then people wanted to do like a festival next to it. Like it was like the same kind like. Even though it's a solo theater festival, it's not a huge deal. It's not like a very popular yeah. thing to latch onto with your own little festival. But I did it, and there was shows I was performing doing a solo sci-fi show, improv show, my solo improv sci-fi show, uh, and there would like be like three people in the crowd. Wow. And solo improv is already very 
you know, you got to depend on that audience feedback. And then there's three people and me and I'm like, well, I'm here. So like, it's like, okay, so yeah. let's not pretend there's not three of you. Well, when and, you I would be, and, and I would like talk to individuals in the audience, like, right, like, Hey, how you doing? Nice to meet everyone. Yeah. Steve. Nice, nice to see you, Steve. When uh, you can travel, you can come to the uh, Melbourne fringe, 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 fringe festival. The fringe, 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 <laughs> fringe uh, adjacent. Yeah. And so like, yeah. so I perform and, and that was a moment where it's like, well, I really wanted to workshop this show. So it was a perfect opportunity and the shows ended oh, up yeah. being great. Like I had so much fun and I found some new things to do and told some great stories stories so i was having a great time and that's what kept me doing it was like yeah i can do six shows to three people i don't mind I, it's like a chance to try something new and workshop it so yeah i think that's great if you know why you're doing it you're good if you don't yeah. know why you're doing it you're gonna you're gonna give up after a couple of those shows <laughs> oh, and sure. i met the both of you guys at uh, seattle different seattle festivals um unexpected productions and you ah. talk about kind of traveling and learning and stuff like that just for our uh our newer listeners like what what sort of stuff do you seek out when you're when you're going to festivals like that um whether it be unexpected productions or or other places different even just comedy festivals um like calgary or, or um just for laughs or something like that you guys do those i've seen those in the past in your promos yeah like are you doing festivals just for the gts the good times or are you doing the good a, times. <laughs> is there other things you're seeking out from uh, I mean, I've done, I've done, a, I've done Improvaganza. I've done a lot of fringe festivals. I've done the Vancouver Improv Fest. I think for, oh, hello. Uh, I think for me, yeah, it's, it's kind of both, right? I love, I, I genuinely love performing with people that I don't know or that I haven't performed with because it, it I guess it's kind of like is, is more, I don't know. It's, it's just exciting and reminds me of like, oh, I have to be a better improviser because I have to really pay attention to you. And it, I think it strengthens my make your partner look good muscle a lot more. Um, and so I, I don't know. And I, and I just thrive off of those sort of free fall moments on stage where I love falling into things that I never would have come to. And I think that happens a lot more at festivals like that. Because hopefully you have people that are also in that same like, hey, I've got all this shit that I do back home all the time and the crutches and the things that you bring, you know, and the, the, yeah. you grab out of the bag all the time. But yeah. those are th even if you break them out here, they're different for, for me. Right. So someone yeah. might react differently to a thing that I normally or might have done before. Uh, and so then you kind of find a different way. It just sort of breathes a bit of, of fresh air into your prom. like when you uh when you when you gutted a fish at my festival for like 20 minutes that was really nice remember that you did this really lovely i had, I had never done that before miming of, you've never done that before because it looked perfect yeah. like, i was like he must do you that. had everybody in the room convinced classic yeah. fish gutting uh, yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah uh i think that you, did that ruin your festival i ruined no, your <laughs> It's in the contract yeah, now. Like, like <laughs> who's gotten the fish this year? <laughs> <laughs> who's gotten the fish? It's called Paper Street Theater's Fish Gutting Improv Festival. Yeah, yeah, ain't it's no a whole show. It's yeah. one of the shows now. One one person has to gut a fish the whole time on stage. Yeah, mime, not real fish. Mime, no. right? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, For the listeners, yeah, no fish yeah. are going to be ever harmed. But at the next unexpected, 
we're going to gut a real fish because there's so much <laughs> yeah. right there. Pike Place Market. <laughs> yeah. Randy doesn't fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The Pike Place Market right there. And Randy is always oh, yeah. trying to, to destroy the Herald. So this would be a good way to do it. Yeah. Just gutting this a fish. Is this is not a Herald. We're gutting yeah. a fish while doing a Herald. It's very different. <laughs> that's my next improv format. Yeah. I'm just going to gut this fish real life. Set up on the table. Yeah. Go for it. We're really getting uh, to the guts of him. I think, yeah, Ooh. I think for, for me, just going back to Jason's question about uh, doing festivals and stuff, I think like it's a good reminder that there's this huge world out there of like amazing performers and amazing artists and like super passionate people, you know, about improv and the art form and, and like to get to meet them, uh, which kind of goes back to, for me, it, uh, you know, improv is all a lot about connecting with people. Um, and that's, that's one of the things that like, I kind of brought up with like, back in the heyday, it was about connecting with people, and learning that skill of like really listening to, you know, who they are as a human and sharing that experience. And then, you know, to like have this many years of improv experience and then go to a festival, it was like a reminder of that uh, newness of connection but that's the thread for me is like connecting with people. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. Uh, and it's always fun, no matter what, right? Uh, Just a, a big giant slurp right in the middle of a, the most poignant part of the podcast. Such a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm saying the most beautiful thing. <laughs> like, look, look, look. Oh, okay. All right. That's beautiful, though. I totally agree. It is. I agree 100%. And, uh, and that's one of the joys of being able to do this and why also we asked you guys on the podcast because we can collect those people uh, in this format, which has been really, really nice uh, for us yeah. to do, you know, find those passionate people who we've connected with over the journey and, and get them back on just to chat about this. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, really appreciate that. Sorry. I, uh, yeah. um, I, I, <laughs> I well, think, uh, get your water bottle ready. I got some beautiful words to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I realize that's a, jo a running joke I've tried to do on Zooms. This is a subtle thing where I have like four or five different kinds of mugs that I just keep, but don't mention it ever. You know, just see if people know. That's, um, that's a good. That's a good Zoom joke. You should you should develop that. Maybe that's a good form. I got an idea for a form. Okay, it's a it's a long form where we just drink from different mugs. Different. <laughs> is it and it's called Barty. 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 Time. Barty time. It's Barty time. Go yeah, ahead, uh, you know, it's, you were saying well, that. I was just going to say, you know, Yonk and I have, well, we're brothers, so we've known each other our whole lives. And it's, um, it's always, in, you know, uh, just to have, I think sometimes we take for granted that, that, you know, he and I have this lifelong connection. And so then to get on, on stage too is, and connect on an improv level is, um, I always have to remind myself that, oh, uh, people can't read because we can kind of you know you, you can read each other's minds or you, your partner or something um i think that's something that uh i always have to remind myself especially playing also with tim and ben the eisner brothers who were we've the four of us have known each other our whole lives so um you know i think i think the gift that improv gives everybody is a chance to connect on a really you know a, a magical level uh, pretty quickly, like over a weekend, right? You know, you go to a festival and, and you really get to know people at a very core level 
very quickly because everyone's being vulnerable. Everyone's kind of taking off, well, hopefully taking off the, the, the masks that they put on out in the rest of the world and just finding that joy in play. Um, so thanks for continuing this into a Zoom, you know, the, the, <laughs> the, the virtual realm. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I just, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to jump in on that and say that it, that I love the, the idea of like, um, the longer you improvise with someone, of course, the better you get at reading each other and understanding each other. But I do love the opposite of that, that first time discovering somebody on stage and how like you find out very quickly if you work together well <laughs> in those yeah. first few moments of the scene. But the, when, when it does work and you're like, and you're like, oh yeah, we're both improvising and we understand it and we get each other and we're doing, and it just connection happens on stage for the first time. It's such an amazing feeling. I love that. Yeah. It's just, it's just incredible. Like uh, I think when Jason, when you and I first met, we played in a scene, I think the first day we met and it was, we were these two smoking ladies. Oh yes. And yeah. I was like, and I was like, oh, this is so easy. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then that yeah. was it. That was it. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> Game over. Haven't haven't done a scene since. No, <laughs> Let's leave it there. <laughs> no, those, those moments that happen when you're like, this is it. We got it. We get it. We get it. Part of the same. Yeah. Uh, you say you say part of the same tribe, right, Jason? That's your. Yeah, that's yeah, your yeah. But that's <laughs> but, but it's uh, I mean it's the same way both when I saw DK and Yonka uh, perform for the first time in in Seattle, whether I was I can't recall whether I was on stage with them or. Or, or just watching, but I just get that energy as to like, I just want to, I, I want to perform with that particular performer. And, and, and that, uh, you know, I'd say out of the, you know, people at a festival, there's always some semblance of some people you're drawn to more. And it's not to say the other people are bad improvisers, but you just see that energy that you think you'll match with or, or, yeah. or that kind of ease of, of play there. Um, and so it's, a, it's always real fun when you find that or see that in someone. And uh, I always feel like a bit of a, a puppy dog after that. <laughs> like coming up to people going, yeah. hey, 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 how you going? Oh, it's good. <laughs> that Should awkward middle school or, thing. Yeah. 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 DK, were you, you there for the... Were you there for the dance? first uh, DK? Was it you who was there for the first Drerald at Unexpected Productions, or was, I was Yonk? Or was it you? Who I was... know we've did we did a bunch of them early yeah. on, but like one of the first ones. Were you there for the first one where we? Were, cause I think it was because like Trenton showed up and it was like Trenton. Yes, let's do a Herald. But we were all drunk and then we did a so drunk Herald. I remember. I remember doing a Drerald with Trenton. Yeah, so that was the first he, one, yeah. and then we did one yeah. every year since then. But. If but the first one was they the best were in one. Place. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I don't think they got better. <laughs> they, no, uh, you know, it's, that was that thing. Like the first it one was not like wine yeah. in this scenario. Because yeah. the first one we were trying to do a herald and just happened to be drunk, and that was very different than trying to do a drunk herald. Because when you're doing uh, a right, drunk right. herald, to our, just to our audience, this is after the audience has gone home. Yes, so yes, yes. While yes. the festival <laughs> has gone, so it's a completely in-house improvisers yeah. improvising late at night for other improvisers. Yeah, I, like although I. I will say some some audiences at some point were invited to stick around because they're uh, the yeah. unexpected has this great setup where they've got this big theater, but then out front they have a bar and um, so they would leave it open after the last show and we would all hang out and mingle and then 
inevitably someone would be like hey drilled in 10 minutes you know whisper it and, that would, and then and then we'd all go into the theater and occasionally audience members would stay i don't know if this is maybe revealing too much as it's illegal but uh, uh and i think they would watch they would watch it for about 10 or 15 minutes and then slowly like move their way back and out into the shadows and then get, get out uh because they're like you guys are having fun <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, it's not for us. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, it was so fun. It was so fun the first time it happened. Yeah, and then and then because it was yeah. like a discovery, uh, like like <laughs> like good improv. Yeah. We discovered it, and then now we're just doing it. And it's, well, yeah. when it's like three o'clock in the morning or two thirty, <laughs> and you've been you know hanging and partying, uh, nothing makes you pay attention more and focus in than than someone stumbling in with like, oh, what do you got? You know, just walks into the scene and you're like in the middle of, you know, gutting a fish beautifully on a table. Oh, and someone just comes in and just, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. come on, can't you see we're doing art here? We're doing a herald. <laughs> we're we just doing it. happen to be drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i just wanted to bring that up because i love it uh, i'm uh, glad you did i, I miss i do members. miss them it, yeah. as as obnoxious as some of them were i miss i miss i would love to do a drill yeah <laughs> cool cool well i think we're getting close to the end here gents uh yeah the reinemer brothers the reinemer brothers um so uh jason did you have one more question or should we just go right into the final uh, I, I uh, just go right in the final. Uh, Let's I'm, just do I'm, it. I, my question. Jason's are, like, I got to go do a show. Are you going to do perform? <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, uh, I'm not Six shows lined up. Uh, oh. Performed <laughs> I performed last night, but yeah, I, I, I have uh, a friends, uh, a friends get, get together tonight again, which is something that we've wow. never haven't been able yeah. to do for Can ages. Can you send us send us like pictures or something? <laughs> sure. I like that you started. <laughs> People in the same room. I like that you started that with like, we're having a get together, which we've never done. Like it feels like you've never, <laughs> wait, no way, we've done them. It's just what? been a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm out never. of practice. Never, I don't even know what a friend is. We might even play we, a board, a real life board game. Wow, have with some real, real life drinks, yeah. And you're not wearing masks around in this uh, situation. We are, or you uh, are. We're, oh, you we're, are. We're wearing masks in public uh, and in mass gathering situations. Uh, but in uh, smaller like uh, gatherings, it, like uh, up to I think fifteen people in a house or something, you don't have to wear. wear so you didn't them. wear it on stage either when you performed. No, we didn't wear it on stage. The audience had masks on, but we didn't uh, with who we were performing with. But again, there's there's no community transmission here at the moment. So yeah. as soon as there is, the mask rules get stricter, uh, and the numbers come down and stuff like that. But at the moment, we've gone almost a month with zero cases Whew. in public. So that's great. Um, that, that affords us a little bit more freedom at the moment. God, that's sexy. That's good. Yeah. Oh, cool. So final I mean, question though. I mean, I would, I'm going to keep wearing the mask. Yeah. I'm going to keep, keep the mask. Forever. I look there yeah, uh, like, like when we we're off stage in the bar, they uh, masks were mandated unless you were drinking, uh, you had masks on and stuff like that. Oh, I th I've thought of a great thing. Uh, I want to like like Y front masks, <laughs> like just ones a crossover. So there's a good couple of layers, but you could still just stick a straw through there if you wanted to. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Everyone yeah. drinking their beer through a straw. Classy, yeah. classy. I feel uh, like you could do an Amazon. Hey, it's in sale. a glass though. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we like to end by asking everyone a question. So the same question or similar question, which yeah. is uh, pretty simple. It's uh, if you could give any improv skill to the rest of the world, everyone in the world, 
uh, a skill that you think improvisers have or that that uh, improvisers are better at. What skill would you want to give the world? Like snap your fingers, boom. Suddenly everyone can do the Schwarzenegger one-liners or whatever, or everyone's a better listener. Is that a or whatever. skill? Uh, no, it isn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So yeah, what uh, what I'm skill really would you good. want to give them? What 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 thing that we do should the rest of the world also do? You mean that not particularly so that they can do improv with it, just that so they can incorporate it in their lives? That would make the yeah. world a better place. Yeah. 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 I like that. You know, listen. Listen. What was yeah. that? Sir? What was that? Listen, like being able to really listen to, uh, you know, your, yeah. your person that you're working with, whether it's, um, you know, a coworker or friend, family, whatever. That deep, deep level of listening. I think improvisers are really tuned into that. And, you know, if they take the craft seriously, then. Can you break out just, just for Alison, what, what that, what deep level of listening means to you? Um, <clears throat> I think, look, okay, yeah, great question. Follow up, uh, listening to an, like on an emotional level, <clears throat> as well as like just verbal, but being able to pick up on nuances or how people are feeling. So intonation of language, um, body language, um, you know, and I think that if everybody had that ability to tune in to other people that they're interacting with, you know, like I said, whether it's at work or family, then, you know, that connection can happen Perfect. on a deeper level. Thank you, sir. Nice. Back to that nice. connection. It's all about that connection. What about you, DK? Uh, I've got two answers. <laughs> the first <laughs> is a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think one, the first one is uh, the ability to, to do a new choice uh, throughout <laughs> No, so, so they can, if they say something dumb, they new choice. They can try again. Um, <clears throat> no, I think for me, one thing that that has made me a, or that I think makes someone a, a better improviser gets to the core of, of good improv is being able to say concise but powerful and meaningful truths and in, in statements so being able to say what you really mean in a short uh concise statement is such a strong improv skill i think because it it, it makes your offer clear and it makes it easy to accept your offer and it also holds more weight um and i think the 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 world needs more honest uh strong truths to, to be spoken nice. and then also to listen to those truths nice look at you, you guys and are such a listen. good pair you guys are such a good pair it's like your brothers or something it's amazing <laughs> oh cool well thank you gentlemen so much for coming yeah. on the potty thank yeah. you for having us yeah thanks this has been really cool to touch base with you guys yeah yeah it's nice talking <laughs> nice talk. No. What a it's, great way to end. What a great. It's so, nice I'm talking. so I'm so I'm so eloquent. I should host a podcast because I'm really good at finding the right words at the. You're right gonna time. do an outro that's real good though, right? Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Oh. It was a real pleasure having you on. Uh, 
there will be a time where we can share a beer face to face again in the yeah, future. You sure. always have a home here in Melbourne if you make it down this far. And uh, uh, yeah, we'll see you again sometime soon. Thanks, guys. See you in, uh, see you in 2025. 2025. <laughs> 2025. <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for. Uh, Thanks for for uh, keeping the torch going, the improv torch, as you say. I mean, we're all doing it. Okay. And <laughs> who hasn't done? Uh, Yonk hasn't done an outro yet. Yonk's got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh... I thought that was going to be better. What I said. My concise, <laughs> concise, third. <laughs> Give us the last word, Yonk. I'm just, I'm just listening. You know, uh, it's been really, really good. <laughs> And Talk. podcast. <laughs> Talk and see. And see. <laughs> <laughs>